What is happening, everybody? This week's episode of the Golf Guide podcast is proudly presented to you by GolfGuide.net and the Sea Winds Estate, the jewel of the Pacific. Located in Coos Bay, Oregon, just 10 miles north of the Bandon Dunes Golf Resort, lies Oregon's premier wedding and event venue and the potential host of the most kick-ass buddies trip that you might just ever have. So visit seawindsestate.com and check it out. What a spot. All right, without everybody, great podcast coming up for you. Jess is here uh, talking a little travel around the Pacific Northwest, uh, a couple things that are going on just in Bay Area Golf and how busy these golf courses are. Now that the smoke is starting to dissipate. And then, of course, we will talk at length uh, about Bryson DeChambeau and the 2020 United States Open at Winged Foot. So with that, enjoy everybody here on this week's episode of the Golf Guide Podcast. Boat. Delight. I mean, you, you put in long hours at work, and then you come and spend some time with us. I, I just, I cannot tell you how thankful we are to have you, my friend. That's a reprieve. It's my escape. Glad to be here. Uh, so, b- before we jump into what uh, what I think was actually a pretty interesting U.S. Open, uh, yeah. I got I got a couple things I want to touch with you, brother. First of all, I can hear it in your voice. What what is going on at that golf course right now? What are they doing to you? Oh, it is. Uh... Boy, it's now you get the guys showing up, hugging, embracing, <laughs> but they want four cards for four players, and it's like you guys are the absolute worst. <laughs> do you bring up the just, the embraces? Do, do do you discuss the the, the close contact? Our cart inventory. <laughs> no, I'm constantly biting my lip under my mask. Uh, at least you got the mask uh, hide it. Yeah, for me, it's so obvious. I mean, that's a. Uh... No, there's a lot of there's a lot of mute mouthing going on. Well, let me tell you, pal. I, I think it's kind of interesting because towards the beginning of the pandemic, weren't people more like, "Yo, man, like we're fine, like we can share a cart, like it's cool." And now they actually want separate carts, or has it always been the case where, as soon as like, went, why wouldn't you want to ride? Why wouldn't you want to ride with your buddy? I, I I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me. I, don't know. I mean, in theory, like I prefer like I like to walk. Like, and when I have like a bunch yeah. of other buddies that I'm walking with, I guess we're not like sharing a cart, you know, and we're always together and and it's fine, but still like if you're in a cart, like part of the cart is is the social aspect of it. I it does it makes no sense to me. Oh yeah. No, it's it baffles me. It uh it really does. Daryl's with a capital D. Just gorgeous. Smoke is gone. So busy. I mean, I think today we were booked solid from 6:45 was our first tee time to <clears throat> uh I want to say like three thirty. Yes. Wow. Three thirty, and then we got leagues. I was saying starting it's, it's at, starting at four. So scramble league like, starting right now, right? Yeah, we got scramble league going. Yeah. So it's just, uh, boy, it doesn't stop, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like where are all these people coming from? It's unbelievable. Word must be getting out. They're, they're, we've they're got, look, yeah, we've they're, got a pretty good superintendent. Young, young, uh, young Don is really, really. I feel like is he apexing. Uh, he, I mean, he feels like he's been peaking for the last 23 years, if you ask him. Okay. Well, I mean, um, hey, it's that kind of confidence that gets you a product like that. I mean, that's the, yeah, that's good. He's, he, I mean, he's dialed. God. He knows what he's doing. God, that's great. And, dude, Scramble League is so – you know, I have to admit, man, I, I love the, the afternoon leagues that you guys put on. And if I asked you to rank – like, if you were to participate 
it with like like one of your best buddies. And I gave you like Industrial League, which is just stroke and match. Yeah. Then I gave you Scramble, and then I gave you Chapman League. In a, in a normal year where all the leagues are taking I place, I think I like uh, Chapman League better just because it's really harder to uh, sandbag. Yes. You know what I mean? Totally. Like uh, a couple years ago, we had uh, one of the you know former <clears throat> uh, men's club president or golf club president, I should say, uh, just come in and read me the riot act, like getting trying to get these guys kicked out of the league on hole eight in a two man scramble. They are basically already had the match won. At this point, they're doctoring indexes. This is maintenance. They decided to take a 40-footer for birdie instead of a 3-footer. And when I confronted the guys, they said, oh, the 3-footer was straight downhill. Oh, they and did. I, oh, I it, go, was, it was downhill. I go, gentlemen, <laughs> this is... This is uh, this is not good. This is you guys already don't have a very good reputation uh, as far as the way you finish your rounds when the points are wrapped up. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I, there's so much. That's why my dad quit playing in the leagues out there. It's you know you're playing for the MOTB, you know the cred. Um, people, hey, they they like their free swag, dude. That's no, no one likes. No one likes showing out for Pro V's, Kyle. So this yeah, is that's kind of true. their way to uh, not have to pay, pay for golf balls <laughs> or, or that new set of irons every six years. It's uh, yeah, no, I I hammer the sandbaggers. I do. We've talked about it before. You have to. I feel like you, you're 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 the you're the peace officer that we need. We've 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 talked about it before when you know a guy acts surprised after asking how much money he's got on the books. Uh, it's like, uh, dude, I, I feel like uh, you ask me this every other month. <laughs> you still have $1,243 on there. <laughs> like, Bob's contract's almost up. Let's let's get off the pot and order these irons, pal. Because it's awkward for me every time when I have to tell you your balance and you still act surprised every time. It is just, uh, <laughs> boy. It's ugly. Oh, uh, dude, I got I can't get over that 30 foot to like 3 foot to 40 footer, dude. That, oh, and they tried to justify by saying oh, it was downhill. Dude, I'm like, well, yeah, you know, a quarter of the putts you're going to have are going to be dead downhill. <laughs> oh, boy. Man. So, yeah, that's it's always fun trying to be the, I don't know, mediator, but uh yeah, it's too bad. A lot of sandbagging going on up there. Yeah, well, what's it called? The only like the the grossest like case that I've seen is the first like really the first time I saw it when I played at uh, at Industrial League. You know, on a Thursday afternoon, I think it was like a group basically won it after seven, and then they were kind of like starting to just hacking, and it took them like I think three shots to get onto the green at eight. And it's just obvious at some points, right? My, well, and my t- and my teammates saw it, and they had like you know I think they were on in three, and then they had. You know, probably like a forty footer or something like that, and they were just kind of talking. Point, they were talking, my, and laughing, so the team just gave it to him. We're like, "Oh, that's good." Yeah. Took no, that's what you got to do. Yeah. You, my dad just started handing out twenty footers. Yeah, exactly. He's like, like oh, I'm "That's not, good." I'm not an idiot. I'm yeah. college educated. I'm right here. I'm not blind. <laughs> you guys have been striping it all day, and now you're going to make a five on eight. I don't think so. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. And I think <laughs> in here, I'm pretty sure. And then I'm pretty sure they got on in two, and then he gave them. I, th- I want to say like you know, like a forty footer for birdie on nine. So just 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 Perfect. to make sure that everything was fine, but. Yeah, man, that's uh, it's crazy. You got, <laughs> you always think like golf. Oh, you know, it's, it, 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 golf is the sport where you know guys can be just like, uh, no, not 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 a league. No, no. <laughs> no. League brings out the no. best or or the worst in people. I <laughs> there's there's 
two kinds of people. There's sandbaggers and there's people that don't sandbag. Oh. Yeah, that is 100% correct. By the way, shout out to Spencer Reamer. Just got a phone with him tonight uh, planning the Swaf Cup for our banner trip in November. Uh, yeah. Got that handicap up point four from uh, from last week. He said he, he said he's making good progress. You piece of shit. All right, so you just just want to throw that out there. It's that Sorry. time of year. It, it's that it's that it's that time of year um, <laughs> for a lot of people getting their uh, getting ready for their fall golf getaways and uh, yeah, hey, it happens. It's the best is when I mean when you see like trends it's like oh here he goes again you know it's like a ro- you know like a roller coaster it's like oh tournaments in six weeks it's gonna be interesting it's kind of like watching <laughs> the stock market you know what i mean it's kind of like watching oh. kind of like watching the old stock market oh god so good like, oh he went from a nine to a 12 six boy what's going on i'm hitting the ball like shit just i just bent. i can't and then i i i'm trying like all these new putters and it's just like stop dude this is the 11th year in a row <laughs> It's like we're we're on to you, weatherman. <laughs> I feel I feel like you find it every yeah. single year up here. So somehow yeah. it always just clicks. When, yeah, when, 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 yeah. I, I did have an instance where uh, like because I'm, I'm putting together like a like a three day tournament for all of our buddies up there on our trip to Bannon this year. Yeah. And uh, like I I read out a list of all the guys that are participating and then the handicaps that I have them all for. And if I if they don't have like an official handicap that I wasn't able to look up online, I kind of yeah. just guess based on what I know. <laughs> and a buddy of mine, uh, so. When, Complained? What are, well, no, no. What he, are, well, <laughs> he, immediately, he immediately audited. What's crazy is that I'm actually surprised that nobody was like, "Bro, that's that's not cool." Like, I'm, I'm at least four strokes higher than that. Like, the the best part was a friend of a friend who's coming this year for his first time. Uh, I had him listed as a 16 because I thought like he wasn't much of like a wasn't much of a golfer, and that's kind of the max handicap that we're playing with. Mm-hmm. And he wrote me like, "Dude, just want to let you know, I actually go out and play probably 20 or 30 times a year." And I know you've got me in a six, as a sixteen, but I'm probably closer to an eight, eight or an eight point five. And I was like, dude, why this the, man? A beer. I was like, that is the first. I wrote, I wrote him. I was like, dude, you are the fucking man. That is the first time anybody has told me to put them down for a lower handicap. Find out that anything. guy's home address and order him a goddamn pizza. That is, I, it's just really shout out to Austin Woody. Great, great, wow. good job by you, friend. You, you are. Is, we've talked about golf karma here on this on this podcast here more than once. We have that guy has got a <laughs> backpack full right now. That that guy is is coming home with some swag. I think uh, for when uh, when Bandon uh, comes to a conclusion, that that, that is going to be a good next move. Time, so, the next time that guy orders a six pack of nuggies, he's going to get seven guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it was it was so refreshing. I looked at, it, I was like, I can't believe somebody sent me that text. That that, that text seemed like it was almost impossible. And uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, what a, what a delight, man. Uh well shoot but speaking of delights you you spent a couple a uh, couple days up oh, in the boy. in the mountains and, this past weekend yeah and boy was it I mean it was <laughs> bad air Thursday when we get up there I okay. called Tad at uh, called Tad at um at Whitehawk uh, and I go how he's like Dude, visually it's not that good but on the ground it's fine he's like you're not Winston you're doing fine and then I, I was like all right we get up there he was totally right. <clears throat> Played Plumas, went and saw our buddy Brandon and Arvo in the pro shop there, and uh, Thursday afternoon, delightful. Just uh, it is Plumas Pine is just it's 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 everything you want in a little mountain town. Totally, it's you know sixty five hundred yards. If that takes driver out of your hands a lot, so the golf course doesn't really play short, uh, dude. I, and I, yeah, for sure. There's just a lot of awesome golf holes up there. Really are. Um, we almost had a two on four 
the uh, extremely narrow par five. Okay. I mean, it ended up being like three inches, but it, it, it peeled right on the last Woo. couple of rotations when I did not think it would. And my eyesight, eyesight is still that good. So, yeah, we were close to that tross. We were close to that tross. Um, wow. Yeah, the course was in great shape, dude. The course was phenomenal. And then uh, Friday morning, we went and saw Tad at Whitehawk, and it's the absolute best I have ever seen the course really? in my 20 years of going there. The wow. greens. So he comes out to do a Marshall run. We were the second group out, first and second groups out. And I stopped him on four of the brutally hard uh, uphill. Doggo, you right, part four. I go, Tad, what the fuck, dude? You didn't tell me the greens were fucking unreal. He goes, oh, my God, aren't they good? He goes, we stimped them at 11-2. And I'm like, 11-2? I'm like, you can't get them much faster than that, can you? He's like, no. No, no, we don't know. He's like, we can't. He's, it, it's like Sonoma. Old school Sonoma. Like early 2000s, mid 2000s Sonoma, uh-huh. where it's just glass. Wow, you know what I mean? Guys. That's when all those all those guys like John Cook and, and yeah, Tom Watson were like, yeah, these Charles are the Schwab best surfaces we've ever put it on, and they were unbelievable. Fairways were in great shape. Well, it it rained like for three or it, and I, when I say it rained, it drizzled for like three or four minutes, like two or three times. Okay, but then after that, dude, I took a picture and I posted it on uh, Instagram. Just gorgeous. I, w- I did one of those panoramic photos. Don't kid you. I, I'm, I'm pretty techie now, Kyle. Look, I mean, and, you, you uh, know what you're doing on the social media feeds. I mean, I, yeah, get, we, I get it. So it's, if you, those of you that played there before, just facing the left side of 18, just gorgeous, man. It, it, you know, I'm a big fan of the, the program on, uh, was that uh, Paramount, uh, Yellowstone. And, and it got a buddy, uh, our buddy Noggs was, he's from Montana. And uh, very familiar with that area up there. And he goes, this is how it is, man. This is like, these are some mountain views you get out in Yellowstone. It's just, it's gorgeous. That's awesome. So then, then we, we, we got real aggressive. Uh, we played a Friday scramble, afternoon scramble, back at Plumas. We like that. Um, may or may not have invited some of, uh, some females we met at the Mohawk, uh, the night before to come, uh, you know, just basically drive the car around and, um, you know, uh, have some libations and, um, we like that. It was a real positive atmosphere. Absolutely. You know, all, all, all the other groups on the course where it was just male only at first, they might've been pace play was great. We, we, we were not holding up anyone. I'm, I'm glad you clarified. Kind of like, they were kind of like maybe a little jealous, maybe almost like tipping the bill, like nicely played. Fellas. <laughs> nicely played the Mohawks. Um, best. Just good, clean fun. Nothing would happen, you know. Just in, in, enjoyed the uh, the opposite sex, you know. The flirtations there. The golf guy the, podcast uh, supports good, clean fun. Yeah, good, clean fun. Absolute good, clean fun. Wow. Uh, scramble, four man scramble. Uh, yeah. We had some low numbers. Uh, we were we were easy on ourselves. Uh, we only went one drive per player on each side. I like that. So it's, I mean, it's not. At first, they were like two, and I'm like, that leaves one open drive. Like, we're on vacation. We didn't come here to grind. <laughs> you know. And we divided the players up. You know, we got a couple of low handicap guys, but then, you know, the, the you know, I'd say five. I'll say four through eight are probably average index at uh, fourteen. You know what I mean? Delightful. We're not trying to make these guys sweat. No. Um, my partner JB John Barr really stepped up. So you know, number fifteen, the par three with the uh, tree right in the right in front of the ring. Oh, I most certainly do. Yes. One of the most unique par threes you're ever going to play in your life. Pins back left. <clears throat> so how exactly do you navigate? I mean, do you got to basically just throw it up Pins there and suck left, it back? And he plays. No, I mean, it, it was back left 
if you hit a little bit of a cut, you could skirt the tree. Okay. You got maybe 12 feet of green that you can skirt if you're not hooking it. And my partner, God bless his soul, despite his blood alcohol content, just hit an absolute gem of a seven iron to two inches. <laughs> okay, let's go. And he was first. To, no, we did. No one else hit. <laughs> no, no one else hit. He was first to go. We got in the cart, drove up there, tapped it, and said, "Let's go." This momentum. We got to ride this out. I like that. That's great. So I think we had. Uh, I think we ended up getting beat by one, but I believe it was. Uh, I believe we lost to their fifty-nine, and we had a sixty. Wow. So some pretty good playing for some. Some some weathered uh, individuals. That is some very scramble. That's a very high level competition right there. That that is and, really good okay, stuff. Okay, so speak. You know, we talked about it last time. Um, extremely pivotal in between rounds on Friday. I don't know if you're familiar with the Frosty Drive-in, right on the corner of 89 and uh, heading up to Plymouth Pines. They've got burgers. They've got hot dogs. They've got chicken teriyaki bowls. They've got brisket sandwiches, pulled pork. Uh, fried chicken sandwiches. It's an incredibly so here's diverse happened. menu. I like it. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. I'm the first one to order, and I go, you know what? Just give me the dog and the fries and the soda. It's like they're special, right? Well, a patron named Debbie got away with my hot dog that had mustard, ketchup, and relish on it. I'm sitting there with my you-know-what in the air going, where is my cheaty dog? <laughs> and they just keep calling, Debbie, Debbie, your burner's up, Debbie. And I go, any chance she took Jess's order? And the sweetheart looks at the thing. She's like, I think Debbie got your hot dog. And I'm like, what did Debbie get? She's like, oh, she's got a basic burger. I go, anything extravagant on there? Like, it's not going to be hard to take off. They're like, no, it's a basic burger. I go, give me Debbie's burger. <laughs> what a blessing in disguise, Kyle. <laughs> Wait, I mean, was Debbie's burger it's, everything you could have dreamed of? advertise a special sauce, and it is really special. So imagine a special sauce that has a little bit of kick to it. Mm. Like, not sweet. It was sweet, but it had a little bit of kick to it. Wow. Visibly, it looked like, you know, McDonald's secret sauce. Okay. Special rub, whatever you want. <laughs> but then I got a little kick on it, and I was like, whew. I think I just found a uh, new go-to here for at least one meal uh, over the weekend. Maybe wow. maybe two. But it was fantastic. So if you're ever up there and you're in between rounds, it's literally right on the way. You stop there. Kick it. There were zero complaints about all of the menu items ordered. The burgers and the hot dogs come out quick. Second person order goes, what's quick? They say, get a burger or a dog. Everything else takes like 10 more minutes. Wow. Incredible. And what is this establishment called again? It's called the Frosty. The Frosty. God, this is this Not is with an eye. Not with an eye. Okay. You guessed it. Two E's. Well, obviously. Again, obviously. <laughs> Five great golf courses. They know their, they know their demographic. Wow. That is and pr- Just special. Frosties, Plumas, Whitehawk. Did you get a chance to get up to Grizzly? We did not. They had a tournament. Okay. okay. They had a tournament, and uh, we were hoping some people would bail because of the smoke, but guess what happened? On Friday, the AQI went down to like 80. So there was no smoke up there on Friday or Saturday. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. that's didn't, get back, didn't get back up to Grizzly. So then Saturday, we went double dip at Grego Meadows, which was, once again, in phenomenal conditions. Okay. The, the greens, between uh, the greens there, Whitehawk and Plumas, it's like if you're a greens guy and that'll make or break your round, <laughs> they were they were not breaking around. Phenomenal shape. Bob Klein, longtime pro there. Just uh, so much fun. Hey, $20 replay rate. Hello. Is that true? $20 replay rate, dude. Is that always available? They re they, they, they flat out just roll out the red carpet for the 36-hole guys. 
And their food and beverage staff is extremely attentive. I mean, extremely. They remember what you like to eat and what you like to drink like they're studying for a test. Man. It's a, it's an eye contact thing. You walk in, you don't even need to say anything. <laughs> Lock eyes with whoever's taking that order and, ju- and just know that you're being taken care of. Just really good at what they do up there, Kyle. They're really good. They're they- open for like what? Five months out of the year, five and a half months out of the year. That's how you get the people coming back. I'm pretty sure they figured out that it's all about repeat business. You know what I mean? I feel like I need to get back up to Gray Eagle within the next couple of weeks before the season comes to a close. You got a couple of weeks, dude. You got you got like maybe you got like maybe two weeks before they punch. Huh. That's not a lot of time. Short jaunt. It's not a lot of time. Short and actually, I, I I will say this: if if we're, if we're turning around, I have to ask you. I am making my very first golf trip to Bend this weekend, boat. Oh, where are you playing? I am playing Pronghorn, Fazio, and Nicholas in a uh, a tournament that Link Soul is putting on. Have Have you been at Pronghorn Beautiful. before? Yeah, we were there. Uh, I was there uh, what, right, two months right. two months ago. All right, the, uh, for the P deck. Beautiful. That's right. Okay, so what do I what do I need to know? Okay, here's what you need to know. After the round, I attempted to order a margarita. Out came a margarita pizza. So you're gonna want to specify there. Ah. I'm sitting here waiting for my for my margarita. So parched. you're gonna you gotta you gotta say margarita liquid form. Exactly. Okay. Wow. Yep. Interesting. Never never knew you actually had to clarify the the medium in which you wanted your your margarita served. That is that's that's a, that's a, that's a Ron Swanson esque. Uh, and everyone else at the table was like, well, "Why didn't you clarify?" I'm like, I I they're like there was three of us that ordered margarita pizzas, and I was like, I okay maybe you know it's it. <laughs> Guys, it's uh, 6 p.m. We, we've been on the golf course. We know what we've been doing on the golf course. You guys could have thrown me a little bit of a save there, but you watched me do it, and then when my pizza showed up, you laughed in my face because you knew it was coming. <laughs> but probably uh, that's a special resort. Your, and, uh, your friends sound great, yeah, by the are way. Are you staying there? Are you staying at the resort? Uh, we are not. We got an Airbnb uh, maybe about 15 minutes away. Uh, what part? Uh, so originally we we're gonna go to Ben, and then my pop and my sister is actually coming down to to meet up with us because me and my pop are going up to play in the tournament. Then right. my sister's coming down from Portland to meet us, and she's uh, recommended a place to stay in Redmond that she had been to before. It's so, not that far. I, I I feel like it's still close enough where you can like go into we can still go to Ben to do stuff, and also I Jared think Wilburn way- got from Redmond Airport to Pronghorn in I think twenty minutes. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If, if that's the case, then we are in fine shape oh yeah big big time okay so those are the only courses you're playing well as of right now yeah i think we're playing the fazio in a practice round on saturday and then we play the nicholas course all day 27 or 36 holes on sunday in that tournament and i think we do another 18 holes at least 18 to 27 at the fazio again on monday and i think we head home on tuesday that's great that's fantastic i we didn't get to play the fazio i've heard it's nice Mixed, mixed people, you know, some people are like, oh, Fazio is better. You know, conditional is better. And some people are like, you know, I like the Nicholas course better. Uh, they've got some really, 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 really tight lies in the fairways, Kyle. So I don't know. It's Good one of those practice things, like, for If you want to go like stone cold sober or walk in with a little bit of a heater, because I feel like if you're in between and you're kind of like still, you know, working on last night. Ooh, I had a couple of buddies. It was not pretty. I, I can tell you right now that between those two options, we are definitely walking out there with the heater going on. That is exactly what's happening. Highly advised. Uh, it's just a beautiful property. Um, the, the resort there where the rooms are, 
you know, the, the lady at the front desk. I'm like, so what's, how late can we stay out here and, you know, uh, drink by the uh, bonfire? She's like, you stay out there as late as you want. As long as you're not too loud, no one's going to worry. And I'm like, like well, that's, oof, that's a hello Pandora's box. But, uh, <laughs> Claws the campfire, things are going well. And that's where we, uh, that's where we met uh, uh, Jimmy Lake, you know, University of Washington's head football coach. Hell yeah. It was, it was fantastic. He, he's like, he was so cool. Just like, oh, I coach football, this and that. And I'm like, where are you coach? He's like, bit to did. I'm like, where are you coach now? He's like, I'm the head coach of UW. I'm like, you, you probably should have stood with that, Jimmy. <laughs> Jim, you don't need to mess guy around makes, here, man. Guy makes $3 million a year coaching college football. <laughs> you, could have led, you could have led with that, dude. <laughs> Pretty cool. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Awesome. Great range. Really cool practice green right next to the first tee. It's just... They do it right. Yeah, man. I, I've really been they're looking in the, forward they're to They're in it. that repeat business business. You know what I mean? Of course. Of course. Yeah. No, I, I'm really looking forward to that. And then uh, next month, I know I was talking to you about this a little bit, but uh, next month yeah. I'm still planning on heading uh, heading up to Gamble Sands uh, for, for a few days. And I think uh, the, the buddy that I'm going with, I think we have decided to road trip uh, oh boy. All, all the way up there, which, you know, from Chico, it uh, looks to be about 12 hours and 40 yeah. minutes total. So I think we're just going to split it up. Bend is is six hours from Chico, and then it's six forty from from Bend to uh, to Gamble. So I think we're just going to split it up in the two days each way. But hit a course in Bend up there, and then I'll, again on the way home. And oh, yeah. uh, since I played no golf in Bend, I, I'll, I'll check off both pronghorn you know courses this weekend. What I mean from talking to me to your trip, it sounds like Black Butte Meadow, if it's still open, would be pretty. Black Butte, Black Butte Ranch, Ranch, excuse e- me. Either of the courses are uh, unreal. I would I would. Lean towards the the John fought one. Okay. Um, that was the redo of the year a couple years ago. But yep. uh, yeah, if if you're going that route, I'd play there. If you're going uh, Sun River, I would I would try and make a phone call and get on Crosswater because that will uh, is Crosswater is, is it Crosswater, as good as advertised? If you play if you play Crosswater, very confident you will walk away going okay. That's that's probably if it's not in my top ten, it's going to be in my top twelve or fifteen. It's that good, huh? It's not good. Okay, good. I mean, I, I've heard nothing but unbelievable things about Crosswater. I just have—I've never even seen same it. designer as Grizzly Ranch, right. Bob Cup. Yep. Um, Both courses of pump, uh, Pumpkin Ridge. I would, I would, I would strongly consider that if you, if Black Butte doesn't work out, or you know, based on direction where you're going. Interesting. Um, have, yeah. you, have, you, have you played Tethro before? I haven't. Uh, my buddy Jaron Beck uh, played Tethro. Uh, he was up there. I want to say like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. And he said it was brutally hard. I I heard it at one point. It was I, I don't know if it's the same kind of thing as the dragon, where like when it first yeah. opened up, I heard things, send us your heroes. Yeah, I heard people say <laughs> great knowledge right there. Absolutely, yep. <laughs> absolutely fantastic knowledge. Um, yeah, I heard Tethra was pretty pretty intense when it first opened, and, it, and, and David Kidd has gone back and softened it a little bit over the years, and that it's a much dialed uh, it down a little bit. I think he's dialed it down, but I'm just wondering since we're going, you know, to go play, you know, three to five rounds at a David Kidd course up at Gamble Sands, yeah. is that is that an overload? Do we, we probably be Probably not up. what you want to do to yourself. Yeah, probably switch switch switch. I, I, I don't from get me wrong. A, more from a morale standpoint. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that, you know, I'm trying to think what, what what else is there. You know, if we can't get out on Crosswater, we don't go to Tethro. Maybe we can hit up Black Butte Ranch one way. I've heard yeah. Aspen Lakes and Sisters is really awesome. Have you been out I've there? I've actually heard that's really good too. They've got like the red uh, like uh, volcano sand like you know bunker like the red sand bunkers. Yeah, I mean, and then Shia there too. Running Y, if you want to yeah. go short and then longer one day, he said Running Y was great. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. You got all, options, pal. All kinds of good options up there, man. Wow. Big time. That's great. Well, I, I got to tell you, one thing I did not have an option of is who I wanted uh, to cheer for coming down the back nine <laughs> on Sunday boat because uh, I, I only had one option. And it uh, 
you know, that, I, I don't know. If, was that a good, was that a good transition? I, I was trying. I was trying my best. I, I felt like I was stretching. I think that you a nailed bit. it, pal. Okay, I think thanks, you nailed man. it. Thank you. Um, whew, what a but what a tournament! I it's funny. I thought I would hate Bryson DeChambeau winning more than I did, but that being said, like I did, I still didn't like love it. Like it, it didn't bring me the joy that you know when somebody that I actually am a huge fan of wins. It like no makes doubt. me happy for like days at a time. I, yeah. I I did not get that with Bryson, but I didn't hate it as much as I thought. Did, I, no, I didn't. No, I, I, I didn't hate it. It was you put a performance on like that, you can't hate it, man. That no, was exactly clinical. That was surgical. That was the guy had a game plan. He told us a game plan even when we were like, just like really, like, you're not gonna throw in a couple holes, dial it in this. Like, nope, I'm gonna go out there and hit bombs and uh, gouge it out. He wasn't lying. He's like, I can get to the front or middle of every green if I hit in the rough on any hole. And guy's not lying, dude. You win by six in a major championship, let alone a U.S. Open. Uh, whew, tip of the bill. Tip the bill to the guy, man. He earned it. That's awesome. Uh, so, and by the way, we kind of – I'm not going to say we called it, but on our preview last week, we kept on talking about Bryson being like, does at this point can he just hit it so far that he's kind of fine, or is he going to start you know having to take out you know take the driver out of his hands? We we knew he wasn't going to, but like, yeah, the guy is strong like bull, man. Ooh, yeah. So all right, you, you ready for a couple uh, a couple little nuggets here uh, here, yeah, boat? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Bryson DeChambeau, uh, strokes gained off the tee, plus five point three eight. I saw these stats, dude. They're so ridiculous. Plus over five strokes gained off the tee, and get this, that is given this stat right here. He tied for fifth in greens and regulation f- with 46 out of 72 holes, despite tying for 26th in fairways hit. Yeah. Woo! I think, um, what was he lower? <clears throat> we were joking about, oh, you know, final round 68 up there with Johnny Miller's final round 63. And it's like, well, when you shoot three under, and the next best score is even, and it's by a guy named Dustin Johnson. And then the scoring average for the day was like ten strokes higher, if not more. It's, it's got to be in that category. Like people are going to talk about that. Yeah, it's pretty fucking they're, good. They're gonna they're gonna talk about that. Yeah, it is really and the fact really that good. He never like sniffed. Once he turned and burned, people were like, "He's not coming back. He's not coming back <laughs> to the field." Yeah, that was dude. That was it. Was I mean. Yeah, not great for viewership because he had a freaking strict six stroke winner in a major. But wow, what a performance, man! For the ages, for the ages, and so get that. So he's twenty six in the field in fairways hit, right? Meaning that he hits twenty three fairways. So he's he's in the rough on more than half of the holes yep. out there. All right, so get that. the guy's hitting more than half of its approach shots, you know, or you know, or something similar to it from that rough, that crazy wing foot rough that we were all so terrified of leading up to this thing yep uh strokes gained approach plus 6.98 basically plus seven strokes gained on approach and thinking about that he hit half those shots from that rough that is fucking absurd pardon my french but god damn it that is insane yeah i mean we yeah dude it's i mean how great a story of will zalatoris the guy from the corn ferry i I had him in my pool dude he's made He's made four hundred grand on the corn ferry, and he just made like four hundred twenty-six for time for six with Dustin yeah. Johnson. <laughs> How great is that? Dude, it's been, it's crazy that we're probably. I don't think not... he had fast food Sunday night. Oh, uh, I'm gonna. I, I hope not. 
Well, it's crazy. Who I, knows? Maybe he did. I, I, I read this in the from uh, I think it was on the fried egg, and they made a good point: is that because of the way the Corn Ferry Tour is working this year, and how it's basically next to impossible to get PGA Tour status from playing on the Corn Ferry Tour this year, despite yeah. the, all the success he's had on that tour, and now the tie, a top ten in the U.S. Open, we're still not going to see him in, in any kind of regular capacity on the PGA Tour until fall twenty twenty one at the earliest. Except for the majors that he's now exempt into next year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Exactly. I mean, basically, opposite field events and then the majors that he qualified for. And other than that, you're going to have to wait until next fall. Pretty crazy. Be patient, be patient Will. He's going to be pretty good. Uh, let's hear DeChambeau's total strokes gain of 7.9, right, uh, as opposed to the field, is the fourth highest by a champion since 1960. Uh, I'll bet you you can guess at least one. Uh, of these, and actually, you know, it's fun, kind of funny because you were just talking about it. It was the one I thought you were going to get. Do you know what Johnny Miller's number was in 1963? He has the highest ever strokes gained for for a tournament. Oh boy! So Bryson DeChambeau again just had 7.9. Johnny Miller's strokes gained on the field in 1963 over under 9.5. He was over, wasn't it? 10.77. Yeah. Arnold Palmer, 9.29 in 1960, and then Jack, 8.19 in 1967. Pretty good company. Uh, yeah, speaking of company, um, he, Tiger, Jack, NCAA, USAM, US Open. Pretty good company. Pretty wild, man. It, it had, yep. like, again, just like the, uh, the, even just the number of guys have gone USAM, US Open isn't that long either. Um, no, no, it's not. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like that's a pretty there's like six people right yeah i mean it's like like uh, the, the, the only names that get added to something like that are names like arnold palmer <laughs> you know just like jack it's, tiger uh, it's, it's yeah it, it's, it's crazy. crazy to think bryson is in that kind of company uh with a win who knows man absolutely... when you got when you got long hitters like royal macro royal macro saying you know usj needs to look at the distance thing it's like who are you to talk dude like you you hit the ball country mile. What are you talking about? Just just be better. Like, just be just be better. You can't complain. So just right. just work harder. Well, I, I do bring this up. So do do you think that the just basically what Matt Wolf and Bryson did to that golf course on Saturday and Sunday? Not Matt Wolf, not so much on Sunday, but especially yeah. him on Saturday. Yeah. Do you think? Even though, because we've talked about this a little bit uh, together in this podcast, boat, and that mm-hmm. you know the USGA came out with the distance report, said you know its conclusion was they have to do something, right? Like something yeah. has to be done, but they are obviously dragging their feet and they haven't done anything in the way of actually you know doing anything to actually you know bring the dist- the distant year over year distance gains to like a halt. And do you think a tournament like this, where distance was so clearly a, a huge advantage, well, not it's always an advantage, but even more yep. so now, like. Be, be, being a long hitter is a much bigger advantage than any other single skill. Whether it's being a great putter, like even being like the best putter on tour, you still don't g- gain as many strokes in the field. As he rolled the Brock pretty yeah. pretty well on Sunday. Yeah, and that's that, that, that's one thing that I hope doesn't get lost. In all this is that Bryson putted. He still got the ball in the hole, out, dude. He still got lights the hole. He still got, he still got the ball in the hole on some of the most difficult greens you're ever going to play. Craziest greens, honestly, maybe in. Uh, Oh, Dickerson. Love it. 
I don't, do you, you got the game on Solo right now? shot. I, I am in my office without a TV right now, so I'm glad. They just I, coughed up the lead in the in the top of the seventh, and Dickerson just hit a solo shot, straightaway center, 409 feet, 3-2 to two Giants, no outs, bottom seven. And that is your San Francisco Giants update, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, God, that's You great. want another update? Uh, dude, I, big, big Dick is just he's so much fun, man. I like that guy a lot. Denver Nuggets. Winners? One game three, Good. two to one. I saw. I saw hopefully, they were up hopefully going to make a hopefully going to make a series. Though. I I hope that is the case. That would be yeah. that would be fantastic. Uh, boat. Uh, one more uh, Bryson number for you. Uh, yeah. This is just the third time since two thousand that the champion of the U.S. Open was the only player in red figures. Can you recall the other two instances of this happening from two thousand on? Only champion in the red figures, but was the only person in the red figures. So. The winner was under par, and not a single other person in the field was. Boy. I'll give you a clue. Uh, it was the same golfer for both tournaments. And this is after 2000, so not from, Tiger. No, so from two, including 2000. Okay. So, so 2000, obviously. Yep, and then... What other year did Tiger uh, do it? Uh, it's not the case, because he, he went in the playoff with... Uh, um, Thick, thick Rocco, who's now skinny Rocco. <laughs> um, it would have been uh, Beth Page. Yeah, correct. Two thousand two, yeah. Beth Page. Exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. Only player in the field under par. Uh, pretty nuts, man. Really, really awesome stuff. Uh, did you notice that Bryson was was really? He was really on top of his branding and and definitely gave several shout outs to NetJets and Bentley for supporting him and getting him through this with a couple of really nice. Nice Instagram post with you know in front of the he net. Did a re- he did a really good job. He's the, the, the again the just, brand. I mean, just he did a blanket really good job this week. <laughs> uh, Everyone on his team is really happy with what he did this week. The video yeah. uh, with his mom and dad afterwards, and we've talked about it. Um, I know I've known John DeChambeau, his dad, who's had a rough go of it since. Uh, boy, what year was that? Two thousand. And one, when me and Zach uh, Christ played a, played with him and Matt Bettencourt in the final round and the final pairing at the uh, NCJ four ball at Spyglass. No kidding. Just a true gentleman. Long time, uh, long time golf sales rep, Northern California. You know, like they talked about, he's from Clovis. Great dude. Really solid guy. Um, you know, had some, like the diabetes took his, took one of his uh, extremities, I think his left leg maybe, but Oof. John's a great dude. That was, that brought tears to my eyes. That was, that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But, and then, you know, good for, and that's the thing. It's like, I feel like I almost am like as happy, if not even more happy for someone like him as I am like for Bryce and the guy that actually won the championship, you know? Yeah, no, no doubt. That's, I mean, it's, it's uh boy, man, it, it's not career changing because he's already worth God knows how many millions, but right. now that puts him on another the validation level. that Bryce, this been, gives Bryce. He's is just crazy. been eating up victories left and right. You know what I mean? Now that you got a major, how old is he? Twenty five, right? Give or take a year, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, who knows, man? I mean, we knew he was good. Now he's major champion, good by six strokes. Whew. Not bad. What's, what's Augusta gonna do? 
Man, you know, it's funny because I would have thought. Well, okay, so here's here's a nice. There's gonna be dude, he's gonna be taking some crazy lines. You know, what, here's in the, November. I, here, here's, I mean, crazy lines. Here's a little gambling nugget that, for all the people that are getting ready to lay some big time. Are you, are, you are you about to drop odds? I mean, you're so no, far no, ahead. No, of no, me. no, no, I, I'm not, I'm not I'm laying odds. Here, but, I'm over here playing no, chubby checkers. I, and you're playing chess. <laughs> this is okay, but this is a, a little something that I think is worth mentioning if you are thinking about placing a wager that involves Bryson. And that is at Augusta National for the Masters. You know what is not allowed? Uh, I don't know. Green reading books. They are not allowed at the Masters. Oh, really? That it is not allowed at Augusta National. They do not have green reading books. How Something that Bryson not, relies on. I feel like I maybe knew that at some point, but and Bryson, hey man, he loves off. breaking those numbers down. He loves studying that thing. He yes, uses he it does. as much as any player does on the green complexes. And I think it is a it is very very possible that not having a resource like that that he is so comfortable with uh, would play a huge role in whether or not he is actually able to truly contend and have and, and at least putt even remotely like he was putting at Wingfoot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can his caddy get one of those quarterback wristbands or something? I mean, <laughs> I think Augusta, Augusta might be on to him. <laughs> They might be on him, but you know, uh, yeah. maybe he'll have one like in, in the bill of his hat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh awesome. God, it's so sweaty. I'm perspiring. Did you uh, like, did a, you... like an eleventh grader cheating on a freaking math test? <laughs> uh, did you see how Bryson uh, celebrated his uh, you know, his championship app on, on Sunday night? A ton of pizza. I saw. I saw. I saw the ton of pizza. He was there with the uh, barstool guys. Um, he was. Uh, he gave it. Actually, he gave a pizza review. He gave a. Uh, a stiff uh, slice of plain cheese pizza and eight point eight, which wow, that's just that's, that, that's the worst the worst call I made all weekend. That, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even look warm, but uh, yeah, no, it looked like he had a good time and good for him, man. I, I think it was two steaks and then a pizza. He, he ordered steak and potatoes, but uh, he said in an interview that he just wasn't really interested in the potatoes right now. He just he just wants that, <laughs> that, that he just wants the steak goodness. He, that, that's all he wanted, and. Uh, by the way, the uh, the celebration took place at the golf course, but not at Winged Foot. Was it uh, where was it? Maybe the, nope. They went they went twenty miles up the road, and he said uh, celebrated at Trump National Westchester. Really? Yes, <laughs> yes. He most certainly did. In fact, I got uh, I got something here for you. I think this is from uh, it's from he's from Clovis, Kyle. Uh, you can probably connect those dots. Yeah, I was say. I, uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Let's see. I, I, man, I, I don't know who who came up with this piece, but I'm about to quote something here. The after party was at Trump National Golf Club Westchester in Briarcliff Manor, some 20 miles north of Wingfoot. DeChambeau has a close relationship with the Trump family and Trump Organization Executive Vice President Larry Glick. He's one of the several pros who sports the Trump logo on his golf bag and has played at several other of their properties. Eric Trump, pre, Eric Trump played the role of host and hype man. Introducing DeChambeau like a conquering hero as he entered the grill so room, bad. trophy in hand. The two most oh. famous men in the room made for quite the side by side. Was there Eric, a walk up song, or was just 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 uh, young Eric? Uh, young Eric, I, I, I see. I'm looking at a photograph here from the article. Young Eric showing up in a a nice uh, like looks a windbreaker vest type uh, deal over a, a nice button up. You know, sharing, uh, hold, holding we the trophy with Bryson. We might not hear much more about this because I'm assuming there was an NDA signed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I mean, come on. That's fantastic. I, I, I'm kind of with you. Like, I, Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, 
I don't think anybody on here is going to mistake me for a, a, a Trump support, you know, a big time Trump supporter. But goddamn, no. see Eric Trump and Bryson chumming it up in a room—that would be fucking incredible to witness. <laughs> I hope there's like a little bromance going there. That would be such a unique bromance. What did we find out like two years from now that Bryson and, and Eric have secretly, be, you know, wed each other in a secret ceremony? She's been <laughs> happy, happily married for you know 14 months already while on tour. They've they, they've been pen pals since they were like 15. <laughs> Oh, it's incredible. Um, yeah, dude. So, yeah, Bryson, good for him. Uh, I'm trying to think, brother. What uh, do you have? Any other thoughts on on some other stuff that happened in the tournament? What What did you think of Matt Wolf with the lead, a two shot lead? Well, going I mean, into we Sunday? haven't even talked about Justin Thomas. How about his 65 out of the gates? I was like, yeah, dude. Ooh, I was like, Phew, Jess, you might have called this one, and then uh, he came back to life. Xander was there. Xander played good. We finished third or fourth. Um, yeah, ho hum, just another top ten in a major for Xander Shoffley. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that guy's. That guy's money in the bank of the majors. Uh, had a pretty good prop bet. Uh, I inspired a friend to make a $1,000 bet at plus 123 for Webb Simpson to crack the top 20, which he finished tied for eighth. So that was a either tied for eighth or tied for ninth, but that was a uh, – boy, that was an easy bet. That's it. That, uh, yeah, that, that that's – had I actually had $1,000? I, 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 go, I go top 10 or top 20. He goes, no, top 20 plus 123, and I'm like <laughs> – <laughs> You can afford it. Do it. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Wow. Man. Good for him. Good for Webb. Yeah. Good the for Webb. Three-putt avoidance paid off. Yeah. What do uh, what, So what What do you think of Matt Wolf? Two, these two major championships, good, PGA, played, U.S. Open, yeah, two top tens. Yeah. I mean, the guy never struck me as a U.S. Open type player, but um, – Boy, he's not he's not scared of the big stage, huh? No, it does not appear so. And um yeah, I'm wondering, is is it part of is he's obviously not as long as Bryson, but he's yeah. not that far off, man. And I'm wondering, like, is it it's no, it just the case? I feel like he's I feel like he's got some reach back too. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean was it uh who was oh no, Fino. Fino is the one that says, I'm pretty sure if I'm on the range hitting next to anyone in the world, no one's gonna hit further than me. I wonder if that stands true now. I, you know, I mean, there's a part of me that says I don't doubt it, but it might not be for long because you know what the yeah. you know what the now you know major champion Bryson DeChambeau said is the next the next step in the process, right? What do you say he wants to hit it? Uh, was it how far he wants to hit it? Or what he's going to do? Uh, he's he's yeah. he's going to start oh, testing out forty eight inch drivers. Yes, inch. says he's, yeah. he's he wants to try to get car- his carry up to about three sixty or three seventy. That's I mean that's modest. <laughs> That's modest of him. I just can't fucking believe it. It doesn't even make sense, Boat. Yeah, that's crazy, man. We're seeing some crazy things in golf right now. I mean, Tiger comes back from that, wins at Augusta, and then now we got all this going on. Oh, Carrie. Oh, Brandon Belt off the wall. Oh, Brandon Belt. Be, I think Giants might do okay here. Old, old stench. Old, old cousin Pete. Even, even can, cannot be pleased that Brandon Belt is continuing to play well. He's, he's been advocating for Brandon Belt to get, you know, you know First get out, get out of town for about six, yeah, six or seven years. That that uh, it, it doesn't doesn't Five help the two. cause. Huh? Interesting. What? Well, okay. But by the way, if we're sticking on the U.S. Open here for just a quick second, uh, yeah. what? Sorry, my bad. No, 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 no. You're all good. My bad. I, no, hey, hey, and that was your second San Francisco Giants update. That's on me, dog. No, no, I got you, dog. Uh, what do you think the ratings were like for uh, Sunday at the U.S. Open this year? I haven't even seen them, but I'm guessing they're down because he was up by six. Uh, not just up by six. Uh, for the first time, the U.S. Open went up against uh, NFL football. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dude. Uh, they, they got hammered then, right? They got fucking 
ha- hammered. A 1.99. Oh. The lowest rating for a Sunday at the U.S. Open in the last 25 years Below was Martin. qualifying was, GPA is never good. No. Wow. No. That, that, that is a, Oof. Uh, I say the lowest one in the last 25 years was Martin Keimer at Pinehurst, and that was the a 3.1 or 3.2. is on academic probation. <laughs> I know it's probably the third lowest. It's got to be Michael Campbell. You know, actually, I, 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 only, actually, saw, I only saw the first two in, 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 the, in the research I was doing. No one thought Michael Campbell was going to win that open. I think uh, he's I, probably, I'm still not sure he won that probably open. probably selling insurance now. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the like, as good as the U.S. Open is going to be on Sunday, I even found myself flicking back and forth. It wasn't until the uh, the broadcast reassured me that uh, they were going to be presenting uninterrupted coverage, uh, courtesy of Rolex, uh, for the last like 45 minutes of the broadcast. I was like, all right, I'm here. I'm going to watch it through the yeah. end. Okay. But like up until that point, I was still I flipping. got hot pockets, dude. I was flipping back and forth between football. Like I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't just like. I mean, again, I'm a, I'm a golf fucking junkie, and I'm still watching yeah. football on Sunday. Like. I, I hope that a, a golf major championship never has to go up against NFL football ever again. Because one, it kind of sucked as a viewer. Because those are both things I really want to watch. Yeah. Uh, like with all of my, you know, with all of my attention. And uh, yeah, that was there was is is it crazy to say there was too much good sports on this weekend? I'm gonna turn the table here for you. One, yeah, there was a ton, there was too much good too too much good viewing enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, did you hear the other news in the USGA? Mike Davis? Mike Davis. Stepping to down. Go, how old is it? Mike Davis is not a, a spring chicken. Uh, 55 years is, young, Mike Davis. What's he doing? Um, going to build golf courses with Fazio's kid? With Fazio's uh, kid. It's going to be Fazio and Davis Golf Design. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and I I miss I misposted on face. I had no idea. Uh, two years ago, Tom O'Toole resigned as president. Um, so I was thinking he would be the next man up because he's kind of been Mike Davis's right hand man for a very, very long time. I right. mean, he, he ran all of our, uh, NCAA national championships, which the USGA runs. Um, you know, there was, there was some pre-tournament, um, player meetings where I was just like, my coach is like, what, what word did he just use? <laughs> Like, I guess he's a former lawyer, and we were like, uh, every every fourth or fifth sentence, he'd drop a word on you that you had never heard before. The players were just looking around the room, like, I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like looking at Scott Brown and Dane Burkhart and JJ and Pedo, and I'm like, what the what? Um, could, um, could we get a printout? Uh, could we get a printout? Because I have no idea the word. You just used talking about the hazard on 17. I thought for sure you know, this guy, they were like, you know, director of competition, set up, stuff like that. So, but I had no idea he resigned um, in 2018. So, interesting to see who is going to be I, the next uh, CEO for the United States Golf Association. You know, if, if I mean, Fred Ridley would have been a good fit if he wasn't chairman at a little place called Augusta National now. Yeah. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see the direction they go because if it's a guy that has the red ass about distance, I would look the fuck out, Kyle. Yeah. Well, I, I said this from the uh, from the press release from the USGA. The last little uh, blurb in it is, uh, "quote The USGA Executive Committee will soon initiate a search for the yeah, next CEO with the yep. goal of having a candidate in place prior to the 2021 U.S. Open 
in June. Davis will support the onboarding of the new CEO over the subsequent months with the intent of formally departing the organization by the end of 2021. Yeah, I saw that. He's going to stick through Tory. Um, that's good. Tory, blah. <laughs> uh, blah. Well, yeah, I, do like this, I, I do like I do like what he's talking about, and I hope the next guy carries through. And they've been asking the players, Jason Gore, they want to play more of these classic venues more often. Yeah, I heard that this weekend, and I was like, yes! Like, I get it. You got some new courses that did you, but Tory blah to me. Okay. Chambers Bay, probably not going back ever again. Well, you know where I hope. Uh, so when they have the U.S. Open there, my hope is that they start holding an annual tour event there. I mean, can you, so when that, when that U.S. Open happens at Los Angeles Country Club here in a couple of years. Yeah. I've heard so many good things about what that course uh, has become after that Gilhans restoration that I would hope that at some point, they start having a annual tour event there. Can you imagine how fucking awesome it would I be? I hope they put Riv Riviera, the put Riv back in the open rotation, and they do the the Nissan or wherever it's called now at LA. Yeah, I mean, that, I, I'd be okay with that too. I mean, did you hear how close they were going? They were like, did he say they were like a week away or a day away from having the open at Riviera this year? Did you hear that? No, I didn't. Mike Davis said that on broadcast. Whoa, what? Yes, yes. Huh. No way. He said they were extremely close to having it at Riviera. Dude, can you imagine if they actually like gave Riviera the like the USGA like open treatment and just fucking trick that place out and just talk dude, about that would be a score. <laughs> Kikuya is is hard enough when it's two and a half inches. Right. Wow. <laughs> can you imagine four inch Kikuya? Guys uh... would be and it's a good thing there would have been no crowd because they would have been in danger. Kakuya does really, really, really. You think rye and bluegrass and some of these these, these different types of grasses? Zoysia does really weird things with your club base. Yeah, dude, and that's things like in like Southern California, like Kakuya and Bermuda. Man, Bermuda rough, Kakuya rough is just the toughest stuff to hit out of. But at least that I, that I've ever had the chance to hit out. It, it just it literally crazy. just stops all your momentum. Oh man, dude, that would have been crazy. Yeah, that would have been gnarly. Yeah, well, I mean, but I did I did like that talk going back. to, You know that. The Oakmonts, he listed Pebble. He's like, only being here once in 14 years to Wingfoot, that's just wrong. Yeah. You I mean, know, you get to just, I mean, come on. Well, hey, obviously, he's leaving. You to, obviously, you're going to get Pinehurst in there and Shinny. But let's, you know, he talked about Rhoda. You know, he used, you know, the British Open Rhoda. Uh, Pinehurst I wouldn't be against him, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against it because those are the courses that, draw the best play the best ratings sure. that they have the most history behind them um yeah i mean it's i heard that and i kind of went eh, a little half swing swing mike davis golf course design guru all yeah. right which i mean to be fair i mean the guy's leaving to go start a golf design business which by the way it seems crazy <laughs> I, think I, mean, I, think I think we're questioning it just because we're jealous of it kyle no what i think is like I, I used to sit in class and design like i'm talking eighth ninth grade tenth grade totally not paying attention to my teachers clearly just designing holes dude i still do that what are you it's, talking about it might be it, like it might be i'm gonna start doing it and work again yeah why not bob bob i'm not dusting i'm over here designing holes <laughs> i'm over here flexing my creative self okay? i'm designing the redesign that will never happen at Bennett valley but it, i mean let's give some <laughs> let's tell people okay there's only 150 people that can play a day then we'll get some fairway bunkers we'll grow the rough up we'll add some new tees 
I'm just kidding. We probably did 310 players today, Kyle. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, but I, 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 in the right third if, week of September. Oh, oh man. man, that is absolutely wild. Them them carts are tired. <laughs> them 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 greens need a day off. <laughs> <laughs> they need another little uh, little month and a half break, like they got in March, <laughs> the beginning of April. Oh, yeah, Mike. I wish you could have seen that course when it was. I mean, I'm going through my daily walks, and I'm just like texting Donnie, like, uh, "This place is prestigious." He goes. Uh, I've been around this place for over 40 years, and I've never seen it anywhere near like this. God damn it. That's so awesome. It's a superintendent's a dream. I was going to say, like, yeah, just Horse me... owner's nightmare, superintendent's a dream. God, that sounds so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Donnie. Oh, it's fantastic. Well, Boat, I, I got to tell you, man, uh, on that note, I, I think we've kind of crushed it. Yeah, we don't want to talk about Punta Cana. <laughs> do, do you? Go ahead. Resort. Go ahead. One of, my good, one of my good buddies is a head of instruction there, Eric Lowerbridge. And wh- where is it again? Uh, Punta Cana, Corrales, Dominican Republic. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. I know we missed out on the uh, the Pure Insurance Championship this past weekend. Did Furek. not watch. Uh, but Furick, two for two. Yeah. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. Good way to go, Jimbo. You don't um, root for Jim Furick. There's something wrong with you. Take a deep look in the mirror. Yes. Uh, other than that, man, I, I I don't really have a whole lot else for you, Boat. Anything else you want to touch on? You got any tales from the golf out? shop Are for we us? Leaving anything out? Uh, any tales, tales from the golf shop? The golf shop. Just people continuing to be a little oblivious. Um, a guy called uh, today around right when I got back from lunch at like two thirty, and uh, he goes, "Hey, look for tea time." I go, "What day?" And he goes, "Tomorrow." And I go, "What time?" He goes, "Ah, like eight And I just I couldn't hold back. You started laughing. He goes, what's so funny? And I go, sir, my first opening is 3.15 tomorrow for a twosome. <laughs> Do you have food access to food and water in the cave you've been living in? <laughs> or am I being punked right now? Am God. I being recorded? God, so incredible. <laughs> yeah, man, it- What's to say, like, even for me to play like my you know quote unquote home course when I'm in Sonoma County out of Bodega, yeah. like, hey, I, I'm I'm literally having to book my shit a week out. Oh, for sure. That's which, what I tell people like when I, I'm like, dude, book a, if you want to play golf here, book a week out, man. Just do it. The people that walk in, it's like, can I get out? It's like, no. It's like, uh, it might be a while. He's like, did you have to park at Galvin? Yeah. Well, that's a pretty good indicator. 80 degrees out and there's no smoke and not a cloud in the sky. And uh, and nobody's at the office. All those, all those cars should have made you scratch the head a little bit. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, uh, hey, man, good time to be a course owner in Sonoma County, that's for sure. Yes, sir. And, and a so-so time to be a uh, member of the and golf staff. Yeah, and, and a golfer in Sonoma County. If you're, if you're due diligent in booking these times early, <laughs> courses are in great shape. I was saying that maybe maybe they need to go start you know getting those mowers fired up. Got to go reopen Adobe Creek, get another track out there for people to go play. Maybe go you know hit the, take the mower that. take that the mower a, a little ways away. That could be a little gold mine out there. I know. Go go reopen Los Arroyos. You know, get get, get, get with some do some aggressive pricing. <laughs> that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, put why not a, just maybe put a food truck in the parking lot? Yeah, get the gang mower out there, bring the food truck oh. out, and, and just go. Just absolutely go full send. Uh, all right. Well, Boat, on that note, man, this is uh, this has been awesome, brother. Uh, any, any last little uh, little notes you want to touch on before we, we bid these fine folks adieu? 
one week in advance make the phone call don't be a dummy be nice to your golf shop staff we're respect there for you respect the golf course and respect the golf shop staff and call them a goddamn week in advance everybody that's all we're asking one week hashtag one week seven days yep. all right on that note boat it's been real my friend thanks partner all talk right. soon you got it brother we're back next week all right all right, bud. All right. Later, man.